Hello, and welcome to my weekly podcast. This is Open Hearts and Enlightened Minds with Abby. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Open Hearts and Enlightened Minds with me, your host, Abby Salmera. As always, thank you so much for joining me here today, whatever day it may be for you. Here I am on a Friday talking about speaking up today, as you can see by the title. Um, really appreciate having you here with me and, uh, you know, listening to my podcast episode today. Typically, you know, when we do talk about, uh, or start off this podcast episode, we talk about our weeks and, uh, you know, unfortunately I can't have you all talking back to me with this podcast episode. Maybe one day in the future, if this ever gets really big, I'll have, you know, guests and whatnot, but, um, I hope you all had a really good week this week, and even if it wasn't, don't worry, we have next week to take on for the better. As for my week, you know, it's a classic busy. I feel like I say that every single time that I'm recording my podcast episode, you know. I'm always saying that I'm super busy and whatnot, and this week I had two exams, so that was a little stressful, you know. Um, Just a lot of stuff to do, some work, events, stuff like that, lots of studying, trying to just... Uh, keep everything together, really, and uh, I mentioned this a couple times in my other episodes, but the class layout that I have, like, in my schedule is basically uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have classes from 9 to 5 with a two-hour break in between, Um, so it's a lot. It's quite a bit, you know. It's kind of like high school all over again. I can't believe I was able to do it back then and, you know, barely being able to do it now, but um, I think in this schedule with the five classes, we have every day. Of course, we're going to have a lot of different professors studying a bunch of various subjects, and we're all going to favor some professors over others. So it was very evident at the beginning that the majority of the class really liked our finance professor, and that's why our um, our group chat name for the class is literally um, blank, the name of the professor, fan club. If only he knew that was it, I'm sure he'd like us even more. <laughs> but um, there is this one professor... Um, that these students do not enjoy as much as the the other professors that we have in our class, and so it's like a very um obvious uh, dislike for this professor, and um. So the group chat was blowing up because we had a a test for that class coming up, and um, group chat was blowing up saying, "Oh, I don't know how to do this." Why did the professor teach us like this? And they were just really, really bashing on this professor. And it was kind of getting really frustrating because I was like, oh, man, like, I don't I don't really want to hear this. This is not what I'm in the group chat for, stuff like that. And um, eventually someone was like, oh, but they are a very nice person, stuff like that. And that's what eventually motivated me to, like, say something, actually. And I was like, oh, you know, we, we, we will all favor some professors over others, basically this podcast episode, you know, our teaching style or her, um, her teaching style might not be aligned with our learning style. And she's not always going to be picture perfect and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, it's a prereq class. We're doing great. It's, we're almost halfway over. The, we're halfway, more than halfway over the semester, right? You know, I was just really, I guess, providing some optimism as people that re- responded to that message. But of course you still get some pushback and I had more to say, about just like opportunities to be able to share your feedback since I am a part of a few clubs uh, in the business school. So yeah, and this whole fiasco with uh, speaking up and 
dislike towards the professor, supposedly, um, you know, saying something, uh, not agreeing with the majority is apparently something that I would do and saying about it, saying something about it. So I guess that was cool to be, uh, classic Abby, I guess. And I think at the, um, after the exam, you know, after we took it it was fine. I think this really taught me the importance of speaking up and that's why we are talking about it today. Um, of course, this whole fiasco is, as I just said, why we're talking about it today. But I think it's also applicable to everything, just this idea of speaking up. I think you, we come across a lot of examples in life of um, people not being able to stand up for themselves, you know, not being able to stand up out of the crowd. We see a lot of, like, photos on the internet that are literally just, like, stock images of, let's say, like, um a uh, hundred white ping pong balls and that one in the middle that's yellow or whatever, something like that, you know? The idea of being the odd one out and having to come out of the crowd, it's tough. It's tough to speak up. And I think this is when we can get into the idea of why people don't speak up in the first place, you know? As I said, it's genuinely hard. I think um, we're so used to you know, seeing in movies, TV shows, even in real life, that people are so used to singing to the status quo. And not only am I, you know, quoting uh, High School Musical and their song Six to the Status Quo, but it goes to show that it's it's apparent, it's evident in life that a lot of people are uh, used to stereotypes, are used to how things have been going on. I mean, in fact, I'm a person all about routine, so I'm sure that there are times when change has come about that's hard even hard for me to adjust to and that's why people um have such a hard time coming out of the crowd coming out of the crowd to speak up and say something because everyone wants to stick to the status quo in fact in the movie you know like we got people you know like the the nerd wanting to learn how to dance the jock wanting to um bake desserts and stuff like that um it just goes to show that in society we've ingrained so many stereotypes and ideas that people have gotten so used to. And that's why it's so hard to say something about it and say a different opinion than what everyone else is used to hearing. Sure, it'll be interesting and different, but that's the thing, it's different. And people can react to that in a lot of different ways. And that's why um, another reason why people don't want to speak up is that maybe they don't have a good rep, a good reputation, I I should say, Um it's kind of like, you know, if you've already been bogged down by other people, like, what will you saying something do? Like, if people already don't like you, or people already don't think, already think that you don't matter, why, what is the point of you saying something, you know? So maybe you don't, you feel like you don't have a good reputation to be able to um, stand out of the crowd. I feel like it, standing out of the crowd, speaking up is also stereotyped to, you know, those big leaders or whatnot, you know, those people that are like, you know, march to the, um, the office of their boss and, you know, demand something. I feel like there's that image of that kind of person, uh, that's going to be able to speak up. And maybe that's not the reputation that you have. And we question, what's the point? A lot of the time, the people in our lives, Especially when you're just going about classes, going about organizations that you might be a part of that doesn't have a lot of connection. The people are there to just, they're listening to just respond. And, oh, whoops, that that was wrong, sorry. They're listening 
Oh, wait, wait, yeah, yeah. They are listening to just respond. They're not listening in order to listen to you. They just they just want to hear what you have to say, so they have something to say back to it. And I think that's what's so hard about having genuine conversations, genuine conversations about deep topics and whatever it may be, right? Because people might just be out there to respond. And that's not going to be everyone in our lives, but there are good portions, there are good... Um, occasions where this is happening basically and that's why we're you know so stuck and rooted in the idea of you know just sticking to the status quo thinking about thinking how everyone else thinks because there's this fear as i was already saying like in the high school musical movie of being judged by others this fear of rejection and i remember when i was doing some research with Harvard, uh, the in the Harvard Business Review article about speaking up, it was saying that like one of the clear reasons why people don't speak up is because they have a fear of rejection, and it's hard. It's hard to come out of a crowd and have it not be re- reacted to decently, and it's so discouraging because it's like, oh, those are my opinions, those are my frustrations, whatever it may be, and to have someone say. And discount it in in the way that you didn't think it was going to happen. Because there are times that people are going to do that. But that's why we do do it out of respect. We do it nicely, right? Of course, when someone's saying something to us, um, responding to us in a nice way, that rejection isn't present. Or that rejection is there. But it's not like that classic, oh, I don't like what you said kind of thing, you know? And I think this leads us into the idea of psychological safety, where we have this fear of being um, judged by others, and that's why it's important to have psychological safety. When you look it up on the internet, you know, because I'm a classic Google user, psychological safety is is defined as being able to show and employ oneself without fear of negative consequences of self-image, status, or career. So exactly that, the the exact opposite of the fear of being judged by others is having psychological safety. This basically means that the team, you know, whoever you're communicating with, whether it's your class, organization, coworkers, whatever it may be, it's safe for interpersonal risk-taking, you know, that you're, um, that you feel okay about speaking up, that you feel okay about standing up out of the crowd. For example... In my class, I feel like I've established a good enough uh, reputation, I guess, to, to be a studious person, to share my studying habits with other people, that people have seen me as, in a positive light, I guess. I don't want to, like, brag or anything, but I would just say that in the class, I'm known to be as a studious person, I guess. And that's why um, I felt had the confidence, I felt like it was safe for me to... Um, be able to speak up about what happened and I've, what about what I thought they were saying and stuff like that. But I'm sure for other people in the class, it wasn't going to be that easy. It's an 80-person class. I mean, the chat is like 60 people too. So that's saying stuff to a lot of people. But this idea of psychological safety, supposedly, you know, when I was studying this in my management class, it ultimately leads to success in whatever way you may measure it. You know, whether that's accomplishing a goal, doing well on a test, just the idea of speaking up 
psychological safety will help you in accomplishing that. And that's what's great. So that's how we can get into um, how can we speak up in the first place. And a lot of these tips I found in Harvard Business Review, in their article. So the first thing that I guess I just want to say is this, determine the psychological safety. Is it there? Is it not there? And it requires a lot of communication and interaction within an organization and whoever you're interacting with. The question is, like, do you feel comfortable saying something that might be taking a risk, that might not be what everyone else is thinking? One great way um, to determine or face the psychological safety once you do feel like um, it might be an appropriate time for you to say something is to find someone who's on your side. There are lots of people potentially thinking the same thing. I'm sure out of the 60 people in that group chat, it's not like I was the only person or me and that one other person who had said something were the only ones that, I don't know, kind of felt bad for the professor for having bad things said about them, right? Just to find those people, just like that one girl motivated me to say something as well, that might help you find the words to say. And of course, when we do eventually find these words to say, we still want to be respectful of others. Respect is so crucial. When you lose respect, I don't know, conversation, whatever it may be, it is not fun. It feels like people are just bashing each other, saying whatever they want to say, not caring about it and whatnot, right? So when you do determine the psychological safety and find someone who's on your side, still be respectful of others once you do find this disagreement, find a way to do it, find a way to disagree. Another way to, I don't know, like speak up is uh, to lessen the social threat. And in an organization, one great way, you know, when you're having meetings and stuff like that, you can establish boundaries and quote unquote rules. Literally rules that saying to be respectful of the members or whatever it may be. It's hard in a classroom because you're just there to be learning. But I feel like with college students and eventually in a space that you've been in for a long time, there's just a classic like, of course, you don't want to be mean to people. But you don't want to do this, this and that. And that's what um, the idea of lessening the threat is. Knowing that everyone is on the same page about that everyone's feelings and opinions are valid. We have a lot of social motivations in life, like status, certainty, autonomy, relatedness, and fairness is what I saw. And I think these all make a lot of sense. And of course, we don't want to lose the status. We don't want to lose this autonomy, whatever it may be. And that's why I can make it so hard to speak up and out of the crowd, because we don't want to lose our social status we are motivated socially in many ways. So that's, so in order to speak up and lessen the social threat, of course we have to be wary of our words. We don't want to offend someone. Duh. As I said, respect is very crucial to being able to speak up and respond to other people's dis- to, to, to other people's um, points with disagreement. We don't want to offend someone. We're not intentionally out here to hurt someone. We just want our feelings and our opinions to be out there. To have a voice. Simply putting your thoughts out there, it's great. Because everyone's thoughts and opinions are valid. I think. If you don't think so, that's what you think, and that's okay. And finally, one last way to be able to, you know, speak up is maybe make a plan. Um, For me... 
that one situation. Maybe it wasn't definitely, it wasn't planned out, but I definitely was thinking about it a lot in my head instead of just like quickly responding to a text message, you know? This making, the idea of making a plan, it can increase the confidence that we have in our ability to defend our opinions and speaking up, you know? It's, it feels like you're more prepared to do what you're about to do. Another thing is that you can plan the reactions of other people. Of course, we're not going to be able to predict what other people say, but to know that that's a potential reaction that someone's going to have, that's a great way of preparing for speaking up and maybe make it a little less scary. So yeah, those are great ways to um, find the courage to speak up, eventually be able to do it. But why should we do it, right? we got to find our voice. I mean, when we're babies... <laughs> can't even say anything but i feel like through and through every year we're we're growing oh, growing up what a uh, what an emotional topic i guess but we're growing and growing into our own skin i remember i was talking to one of my friends and i was like oh how do you um how do you think i've changed and she's like how do you think i've changed and i was like i feel like you've grown into your skin more and we're gradually finding our voice. If we're so stuck in whatever everyone else is thinking, then that, that makes it difficult to be able to express how we personally feel and not just base it on other people's opinions. If, maybe if it's the same, it's okay. Speaking up also gives us a lot of opportunities for people to speak their own voices. I'm sure in that chat, I wasn't the only one and that other girl thinking the stuff about her professor. It wasn't bad. And maybe this gives other people an opportunity to say something about their thoughts and opinions as well, knowing that they're not the only ones in the organization, whatever it may be, to say something that's not um, not an opinion held by the majority. Of course, we don't want to start quarrels, but maybe open more things up for discussion. Discussions are cool. For example, in that situation, someone responded to what I said and was saying, oh, I wish um, the school could listen to our feedback. Um, so then I proposed, hey, my organization actually has like a city hall, uh, town hall kind of meeting thing where you can basically complain about whatever you want. Um, so yeah. Speaking up, it's quite important. I think it's a great thing to be able to do. I know it takes a lot of courage. So maybe the next time you're in a discussion and you don't agree, think about speaking up. You might not want to do it yet, but at least think about think about it. Discourse can be good, and it can lead to stronger relationships. Of course, you don't want a bunch of negativity being put out there into the world. So be aware of how you do it. Be aware of how you speak up. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Open Hearts and Lightened Minds with me, your host, Abby Salmera. As always, check out my Instagram at openhearts.enlightenedminds for updates every time that there's a new podcast episode. And I'd really, really appreciate if you could share this with your friends. And uh, I'd love to have other people listen to what I have to say, and I'd love recommendations on what to talk about as well. I'm always open to researching and learning about new things. There's always new episodes every Friday, so I'll catch you all next week. Mm-hmm.